This is the Wednesday, November 17th edition of the Daily Wager Podcast. We'll get you in and out in less than 10 minutes like we do every weekday and a lot going on on this Wednesday. Welcome to the Daily Wager Podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated daily fantasy app. I'm Doug Kazarian, joined this morning by Joe Fortenball. How are you, sir? Yeah, buddy. Doing pretty well. It's funny. I figured you'd appreciate this. On Sunday morning before the Daily Wager show, um, you were walking in and we were talking and I was telling you how I had lost every single college football game on the card Saturday. Literally all of them. It's funny because you can look at your record after Sunday, which was dramatically different, and find yourself even. And what I'm hinting at is I made one very large, probably somewhat irresponsible teaser wager that ended up covering through to cover some of those college football losses. So moral of the story, um, there is none. You should always bet within your means, which is what I did not do. <laughs> a little PSA to start things off. I like it. A little All reckless. Right, it's, it's Wednesday, so big card in the NBA. We have we had a really good one last night. We were on the we were on the Warriors, so that got there. So hopefully you guys tailed on the pod here. Lakers Bucks is interesting. I know you have a play on that. Total's been skyrocketing. It's up to 221 and a half, open somewhere in the neighborhood of like 213. I like the over like everybody else. Uh, Chris Middleton's expected to come back tonight, which is big for Milwaukee in a lot of different ways. First and foremost is pace. If you look at the pace metric for Milwaukee, the pace is around 98 without um, Middleton on the floor. That would put you right now, if you were just ranking teams based on that number, somewhere around middle of the pack, they'd be about 18th. But when Middleton is on the floor this season, the pace metric jumps all the way to 105, which would be the fastest of any team in the NBA. So faster pace leads to more possessions, more shots, and more scoring. That's one thing we like. We also look at the fact that the Lakers' pace has increased dramatically with the addition of Russell Westbrook. This team was 21st in pace last season. They're now number two in the NBA in pace because Westbrook loves to press the action. And a lot of it has to do with Westbrook. As you can see with the Wizards, their pace has fallen off dramatically since he's left. Factor in that both teams are 15th or worse in defensive rating, 22nd or worse in opponent scoring. I think we get a little bit of a shootout here tonight. Lakers bucks over 221 and a half. All right. Yeah, I know it's it's certainly the, the I would look at that as well. Gosh, the, the game I like the most is Cleveland plus nine and a half. I realize Brooklyn just got, you know, their tails handed to them on a silver platter and they're going to bounce back. But this is too many points for a Cleveland team that has just been awesome against the spread. They did not cover in their last game. It was like the back to back at home to the Celtics. They beat them outright as a one and a half point dog, then lost by six as a four point dog. I just like this Cleveland team. I know they, they Sexton's out, but Rubio's been great. I, I just have to grab nine and a half points, even on the road against a team that has firepower like Brooklyn does. I saw that this morning when I started looking at numbers, and my first thought was Doug is going to be on Cleveland because you love the Cavs. You've been right. And I got to be honest, I don't know how much of a bounce back spot this is. Like that was a big get up game for Brooklyn last night, and they didn't get up at all. I don't think this is going to be like the NFL where they come into the locker room for a week and say, we need to play better, a la the Dallas Cowboys after laying that egg against Dallas, or excuse me, against Denver. Then they go out and they hammer um, Atlanta last week. I think tonight you might get another lazy performance. I think maybe they grind it out, but I don't think the emotion's necessarily going to be there. That was Steph Curry coming in to Kevin Durant's house and handing it to him. So I don't know if there's going to be a quick turnaround. I like that pick with Cleveland plus the points. Yeah, there's just no way I can lay it. 
Um, that's for sure. Right. Uh, let's let's anything else in the association that catches your eye. I was looking at the under in New Orleans, Miami. It was ticking down a little bit. I'm not there yet. By the time we get to the show, Daily Wager, 6 p.m. Eastern, ESPN2, I might be on it by that point. Um, so I know that doesn't do a, help, a lot of help for the listeners, but I was looking at that one. And then the Pistons and the Pacers under as well. It's down to like 206, total rock fight game. But those are two unders I was looking at. All right, good stuff. Uh, uh, let's go to the action. I know we're, uh, we have some plays here. I'll start with Northern Illinois. I think the offense is going to be just fine against Buffalo. Uh, Buffalo's D is pretty weak, um, all things considered. So I like the team total over. Buffalo's limited offensively as well. They, yeah, sure, they've scored points against Akron and Bowling Green, but not that impressed with the Bulls. And I think that thin roster, right, they lost a lot of transfers. I think end of the season it's kind of taking its toll. NIU plays hard. Uh, they need to win this game to get to the MAC title game this week or next week or get a loss by someone else. But still, they have some uh, some juice on the line, if you will. So I'll, I'll take NIU over 30.5 or 31.5. All right, let's try to thread the needle because I'm going to play Buffalo plus the point and a half in this game. First thing to note, we're going to talk about the other matching game in a second. Bad weather expected in both these games tonight. For Buffalo and Northern Illinois, you've got rain in the forecast, winds in the neighborhood of about 18 mile an hour. Buffalo at four and six, they need to win out in order to go bowling. So if you're going to get great efforts, it's going to be at this time of the season. What the Bulls do well, and there's not a lot of it, but they do run the ball well. They're 30th in the country in rushing at about 200 yards per game. That's where Northern Illinois is really weak. They're 119th out of 130 teams in run defense. So if the Bulls are able to run the ball in the weather against this NIU defense, which run defense isn't just their problem. They got problems everywhere on the defensive side. Uh, they should be able to get the job done tonight. So I'm hoping you get your 31 and a half, get to 32, 34-32 sounds like a good final. We'll take that Buffalo <laughs> wins 34-32. And for everyone betting the over, good luck. We, we, we got you backed up there as well. Um, for sure. That, that, that it's an, it's a mid midweek matching game. Of course, we're going to be on the over. What, what's your, uh, what do you got on the other play uh, other game? I so that would be an under at 59 and a half ball state in central Michigan. Again, this comes down to weather. This weather should be worse in this matchup. The rain's going to start around 3 PM locally. It's supposed to continue straight through the night winds around 15 mile an hour. Now central Michigan has made its bones with the big play on offense. They're averaging 34 points per game in Mac play. And they got a ton of explosion. You've got a Ball State defense that hasn't been great this year. But one thing they do above average is limit explosive plays. They'll get scored on. You'll be able to drive on them. But they don't give up the big play uh, as much as other teams in the country, obviously. I think they're actually somewhere around top 30 in that category, which could be huge tonight when you factor in the weather. Now, on the Ball State offensive side, they put up some points. Quarterback Drew Plitt has been around forever. It's like Chris Ricks at Florida State. You can't get rid of the guy. But he's really dropped off this season. His completion percentage has dropped from 65% last year to 61% this year. Yards per attempt from 8.7 to 6.4. I mean, it's not like he's terrible because he's a good quarterback, but the numbers have fallen off. And I don't know if he's going to be able to get it done tonight against Central Michigan with the weather concerns. So I'd play under 59 and a half Ball State Central Michigan, knowing full well that 100% of the people listening to this are not interested in playing the under in any action games. Well, we had some under action uh, hit last night. So that, that you know, maybe people are more inclined on that front. Um, I'm out of place. I'm out of place. You got anything else? Nothing wrong with that. I've been doing some research on the uh, Crawford Porter fight for this weekend. Mm -hmm. And I know we'll talk about it Sunday. I will say as of right now, even though Sean Porter has never been knocked out, 
Terrence Crawford's plus 160 to win the fight by KO, TKO, or DQ. And something you talk about in some of these UFC fights, maybe your own mechanical parlay. 10th round stoppage, 18 to 1. 11th round, 18 to 1. 12th round, 22 to 1. Uh, you've got Sean Porter's a very aggressive fighter, very aggressive. And he's going to want to get in there and he's willing to take shots in order to land some. Crawford is the best he's ever faced. You leave yourself too open against this guy, he might put you down. And since he claims that everybody everywhere is ducking him, he might need to make a statement with a knockout tonight. First guy to ever do it. Errol Spence didn't do it. And that's the guy everyone wants to see Crawford face. So maybe he steps up big here. At plus 160, that's something I'm looking at because just to play Crawford to win is minus 700, which is a little too pricey for me. I like it. I like it. It's a smart way and another tool in the tool belt. Uh, just different approaches you can do, kind of create your own prop, create your own uh, you know, parlay, if you will, like you said, over nine and a half or whatever you want to call it with the side. All right, that's going to do it for us. We'll see you later today, 6 Eastern on ESPN2. Uh, remember, no Friday shows in the rest of November. We're dark all of next week, to be honest. We will have a show Sunday morning, so only a couple more daily wagers left in this month. 